Welcome to Us and Kids. This podcast is about how to stay married forever while you parent together. I am your host, Jan Talon, and I am a marriage and family therapist, a mom, and a grandma. I will share with you my professional knowledge and thoughts and real-life experiences about how to have a great marriage even while you parent together. A new course is coming out soon, the DNA for Fun, and you will find access to that on the Us and Kids website. It will expand on the ideas from these podcasts and give you great tools and skills for your marriage and for being with your kids. I hope that you will join us there too. I am glad that you are here to listen, learn, and lean into these ideas for creating some of the best relationships you can have. Let's get started. Today, our podcast is about Alive After Five. It's part two of a two-part series. We did the first part, and it was about what happens in the first five years of a kiddo's life. This second part is about how do our marriages survive this first five years of being a parent? There are several things in our world that are significant in the number five. One of them that I think of is that I was so glad when I was learning division that five was easy to do. My mom would always help me with some math things, and she would say, just use your fingers and toes. You've got lots of them. Use them to help you. I'm not sure that my math teachers thought that was the greatest advice, but I loved that advice from my mom. Being married is a challenge all of itself, right? Learning how to become husband and wife, how to become cooperative and um, united with each other can be a challenge. In the first few years of marriage, We often say that you'll start out with this stage of passion. It's full of fun and playfulness and some freedom. Hopefully not a whole lot of angst, although some challenges as we figure out a little bit more how to live together, how to cooperate on another level, maybe how to share finances. As we continue to stay married, we'll move into this realization space. And we might have kids here at this point, or we might not. But it's a realization of, this is work. Oh, wow, where'd the fun go? And you have to make those conscious decisions that love is a choice and love is an action. It's not just an emotion. And so how do I be loving even when I don't feel crazy in love with you? Those are challenges. And we can talk more about that and elaborate on that in another podcast. But yes, it's a real space. Then we can move into the stage of rebellion. We're ticked. We're weary. Often this is when we also have kiddos around. And so many things have changed. We want our old life back. Thank you very much. And I want you to just say yes to me. And I don't want things to be so complicated. And... I can't figure out how to be connected to you. I'm trying to figure out how to forgive you, but building that trust and keeping that honesty takes a lot of effort. We have to go back to what we learned in that other phase of realization that this is hard work, of how to accept and how to respect, how to stay open to change, 
And those are the keys that then help to build this value about how to fight and stay connected. We'll elaborate more on how to fight in another podcast, but it is one of the pieces and one of the tasks of being married. The next phase after that is cooperation. Many of you might be in this phase as well. Cooperation is when we often feel like we're just cooperating. We have to get things done. The lawn has to get mowed. The bills have to be paid. We have to make supper. The laundry has to be managed. Okay, We have to somehow get that oil change done. And the kids' papers have to be signed. We have to get them off to school. We need new tennis shoes. We just learned how to cooperate and take care of the day-to-day because that's what needs to be done. And often, husband and wife will say, well, you're a pretty good business partner. I don't feel like you're really a husband or a wife with me, really. But, you know, the passion's gone. It is what it is, and this is part of real life. So, oh, well. So I'm going to pause here because I, my guess is most of you are not beyond those phases. And it's in those phases of realization that this is real work and rebellion of I don't want to do this anymore. I'm weary that we slip into this place of cooperation, which part one is necessary, but part two is also dangerous because what we've done in each one of these stages is stepped a little bit farther away from the energy and the fun of the passion stage that says, I want to be with you. I love you. We have an emotional connection that has playfulness and trust and joy and adventure in it. Those qualities are so crucial for a long-term relationship. And as you can hear, they often get lost in these first five years of parenting. So what do we do? A couple of different things. Part one, schedule your time. Yes, I know, it's already tightly scheduled. Put something in that schedule that says this is for us. Now, sometimes... The reality is, we'll be lucky if we get seven minutes together every day. My answer, take them. Take every seven minutes. Don't talk about those kids. Talk about you and me and us. Talk about how can I help you. Say affirming and encouraging things to each other. Sit next to each other. Hold hands. Put your arm around each other. My goodness, I wouldn't care if you just sat for seven minutes, gazed into each other's eyes, giggled and kissed. It'd be good. Because it's part of that passion place. Other couples say, we have to take a walk every night. We have to get up and have some devotions or some conversation in the morning. I know my husband and I for years set aside Sunday night. In the beginning of marriage, We had a kiddo early on, and we set aside Sunday nights. No company. We were rested because we took Sundays off from all other busy, intense activities. We lit a candle. It was leftover from our wedding. We usually had scrambled eggs because we were on a low budget, and we had water. Maybe we had some toast. We had a small supper together. But what did we know? We had time to talk. We turned the lights down, and then this romantic setting of candle from our wedding, scrambled eggs or grilled cheese, and water, probably in a wine glass. 
helped us just relax and chat and reconnect. We did this for years. We sent the kids upstairs. They watched us over the banisters. But we said, "Mm -mm, Sunday night, our night, you're done, we're done. Everybody off to bed. Sometimes we didn't start that until 8.30 at night. But we probably then at least got 45 minutes to an hour of real conversation. As the kids got older, we would spend time with our calendars during that time. Not just talking through the who's doing what when, but also the how are you feeling about that workload? Or I think that that's too much. You can't fit it into there. Let me help you with that. Because we had to keep on taking care of each other like we had early on in our relationship. We had to keep figuring out how to share and how to carry the load. But we also had to keep remembering how to let go of the little things. Those little seven minutes together, those Sunday nights together, helped us keep in focus. What were we about? What were we trying to accomplish? We had to remember, not every minute is awesome. Some of it is just drudgery and obligation. I can tell you, how much fun is it to put the same glass in the dishwasher probably for the fifth time this week? Uh, In, out, in, out, in, out. Really? But, nonetheless, it's not a minute that's awesome. It's just part of being a team together that that's what we're doing. We also had a, for a long time, a black love seat. No, black is really not significant. The fact that it only fit two of us was significant. And when it came time for the day to be done, whoever was up, kids are a little bit older, but they got kicked out. Mom and dad got the love seat. We sat next to each other. We held hands at the dinner table. We sat next to each other. No kids in between. We held hands. We went to church. We sat next to each other. No kids in between. Figuratively, And relationally, it was a perpetual message that we are in it together. And in those first five years, it is that work to stay in it together as a husband and wife, not just as a mom and dad. I want to encourage you today that wherever your marriage is, that you take a minute to think about what is good and what was good, and to look to make a small 3 to 5% improvement in some space. If it's your attitude, if it's your approach towards something, if it's in your generosity, or if it's in forgiveness, or openness, or kindness, or playfulness, or intimacy. Oh, the list could go on and on. You know that. But anyways, I just want to encourage you to stay alive in these years of parenting. Tenderly care for your relationship with your spouse like you would the relationship with your kiddos. Good to talk to you. Good to be with you. I'm cheering for you. And If this is a podcast that has encouraged you, feel free to share it with your friends. If you would like to hear more about how to keep your marriage strong, stay tuned by subscribing. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.